and welcome to the very first podcast for Crystal and Portal. I'm Sharon Iris and I've got a lifelong love of crystals. When I was studying my crystal therapist training over a decade ago now, I became really interested in the folklore, myths and legends attached to crystals and how these have influenced modern day crystal healing. If the healing power of crystals is a little bit out there for you, don't worry, you don't have to be a crystal healer to listen to this podcast. If you are interested in weird and wonderful little bits of crystal folklore, myths and legends, then you're in the right place. If you love crystals like me, then fab, you're in the right place too. There's lots of folklore, myths and legends about crystals. So when I was thinking about what the first episode would be about, I really struggled to narrow it down because there's so many of my favourite stories I wanted to talk about and share with you. But then I decided to take it back to the very beginning, to the very first crystal that I was given as a child, which is red jasper. Jasper comes in a rainbow variety of colours, all of which have different myths, folklore and legends attached to them but it's the red variety that I'm going to talk about today. For those of you who aren't rock hounds, red jasper is an opaque type of quartz that is found worldwide and its colour varies from a vibrant red to a terracotta brown. It's been a favourite crystal since ancient times and was used in many different cultures and there are references to red jasper in Egyptian, Greek Hebrew and Assyrian literature, to name just a few. I was given the piece of red jasper by the owner of a crystal and mineral museum on a family holiday to Tintagel in Cornwall. I'm not sure if you've ever visited there, but it's an absolutely beautiful place. I was fascinated by all of the crystals and this piece of red jasper became the very first crystal to what is now going to be rather large collection as you can probably imagine and interestingly I recently came across a lovely piece of folklore that says if a piece of jasper is worn by a person since childhood it safeguards them from ghosts from accidents and helps in fulfilling all their wishes. I'm not doing too bad on the first tour but I'm still waiting on the fulfilling all their wishes bit. When I read this, it did make me wonder if the gentleman who gave me the crystal was aware of this piece of folklore when he gifted it to me. I'm probably never going to know that now, but either way, it was a lovely gesture. Jasper is easily carved and is pretty durable. And one of the ways it was used in ancient times is that it was carved into letter seals. Archaeological finds in a Minoan palace in Crete suggests that jasper was used to produce letter seals all the way back to 1800 BC. A little bit of romantic legend for you now. It said that Mark Antony had a red jasper seal ring, which he used to mark and seal his letters to Cleopatra. I'm the first person to say that I'm not a romantic. Well, actually, I'd probably be second in line after my partner, But when I heard that legend, I did go, oh, because it is long lasting, but easily carved, Jasper was also used to make protective amulets. 
Red Jasper was associated with the ancient Egyptian goddess Isis, who in ancient Egyptian culture was seen as being the divine protector of the dead. The myth of Isis and Osiris would take a whole podcast on its own, but to very briefly sum it up, if you're not familiar with the story, Isis was said to have brought her husband Osiris back to life using magic after he was murdered and his body cut up into 14 parts by her brother Seth. When Osiris was resurrected, he couldn't stay on the earth plane, but he became god of the underworld. Isis was believed to help the dead enter the afterlife as she had helped her husband Osiris and amulets of red jasper were buried as offerings to Isis. In the ancient Egyptian funerary text, The Book of the Dead, chapter 156 required an amulet of red jasper in the shape of a tiet to be placed at the neck of the mummy to protect the body from harm. The priest or priestess performing the funerary rites would say, whilst placing the red jasper tiet, you have your blood, O Isis. You have your power, O Isis. You have your magic, O Isis. The amulet is a protection for this great one, which will drive away whoever would commit a crime against him. It was believed that the blood-like colour of the red jasper would help to strengthen this protective spell. The colour red has long symbolic links to life and living, which may be why red jasper became associated with Isis. A tiet symbol was sometimes called the knot or buckle of Isis. And you've probably seen it, it looks a little bit like an ankh, but its arms curved downwards. It was an important fertility symbol, and it may originally have been a bandage used to absorb menstrual blood. The colour red is also symbolically linked to fertility due to its link with blood, which may be why red jasper was used in this important ancient Egyptian fertility symbol. Today, in modern-day crystal therapy, red jasper is still believed to be beneficial for fertility issues. Just to go back a little bit to the association with red jasper and the ancient Egyptian afterlife, red jasper was also carved into the shape of a miniature heart amulet and interred with the deceased and placed with a heart scarab. The ancient Egyptians believed that the heart was the key to the afterlife and rather than the brain was the source of the personality, soul, emotions, memory and intellect. The red jasper heart amulet was believed to protect the heart from harm until it was examined by Anubis and other deities in the weighing of the heart ceremony. If the heart weighed more than the feather of Mart, it was immediately consumed by the monster armet and the person couldn't progress onto the afterlife. Protective qualities are still associated with red jasper today and people may wear a red jasper or place it in their home for this purpose. Moving on now to Native American culture, 
Red jasper was called the blood of the earth and considered to be a very sacred stone. It was thought to be the blood of the earth mother itself and so could increase your sensitivity and connection to the earth. This belief was also held by early medieval shamans or wizards who believed that red jasper could help connect them to the earth because it was the blood of the great earth mother. In modern day crystal therapy, red jasper is still believed to be able to strengthen your connection to the earth and is used to help support grounding or bringing your attention to the present moment. Incredibly, similarly to the ancient Egyptian beliefs about red jasper, Native Americans also associate this crystal with rebirth and protection against the dangers of the night. Red jasper was also believed in Native American culture to have the ability to improve a person's vitality and strength and it is still used in modern day crystal healing for this purpose. So again, we've got these symbolic links with life, rebirth, protection and vitality in cultures which are quite diverse and geographically distant, which may be because of its blood-like color and the associations that come from this. In my research, I found lots of little pieces of folklore that associate red jasper with protective qualities. In medieval Europe, it was believed that red jasper could drive away evil spirits and protect against snake and spider bites. In ancient Egypt, amulets of red jasper were worn in the shape of snake's head as a protection against the bite, whilst in Europe, red jasper was carved with images of lions and archers in the belief that this would give protection against poison and would somehow help to cure fevers. In medieval times, some women would also hold a piece of jasper in the hand during childbirth as a protection for both themselves and the child from demons. This link with childbirth may also be due to the symbolic link with red jasper and blood. Interestingly, red jasper is sometimes used in worry beads because it is believed to bring calm, which is definitely beneficial when you're going through labour. I suppose it beats squeezing your partner's hand until it's numb. The colour red is also associated with danger and we perceive red objects to be closer than they actually are. Our eyes actually adapt in order to perform this visual trick which is why warning signs are often read to make us pay attention to them. It could be that red jasper was believed to have the power to warn us about danger, which is why it is believed to have protective properties. Or in nature, red animals often warn predators that they are unpleasant and dangerous. So don't eat me. So red jasper could be a warning to potential predators both human and supernatural, not to attack. Red jasper was also commonly used in ancient Japan. It was one of the crystals used to make magatama, which very roughly translates to crooked jewel. A magatama symbol is a sphere with a tail, a bit like the number nine, which in modern Japan is a representation of human spirit but in ancient Japan was considered a very strong sacred symbol. It was said that a magatama 
could hold the soul of a great warrior and it was worn by priests and nobles as a status symbol representing their position within ancient Japanese society. Red Jasper is also called the talisman of the warrior and many warriors would carry it into battle including the Greeks and Roman legionnaires. Vikings would go into battle with red jasper on their breastplate. It was believed that red jasper had the ability to give courage, strength and perseverance in battle to the wearer. Qualities still associated with red jasper in modern day crystal therapy. According to Viking and Germanic legends, the pommel of Siegfried or Sigurd, the dragon slayer sword, was inlaid with red jasper in order to ensure his bravery when he fought the dragon. For those of you who are aware of the story, you'll know that the dragon's blood makes Siegfried invulnerable to any harm, apart from a tiny patch between his shoulder blades where a linden leaf falls, which ultimately leads to his demise. What I found interesting was that again, we have this link between blood and life and protection and a red jasper crystal. This seems to be a common theme for the properties of a red jasper crystal throughout many diverse cultures. Red jasper has been a popular crystal for thousands of years and there's lots of myths, legends and folklore about it. So if I've missed out your favourite red jasper story, I'm sorry about that. What I've taken away from everything I've read about red jasper is that it is symbolic of life, of blood, courage, strength, protection and perseverance. Qualities which modern day crystal healers still associate with red jasper. Although all of the information I've given today is for entertainment rather than medical purposes. I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast as much as I have. And though I knew a little bit about the folklore attached to this crystal already, I didn't realise there was so much and I had a few awe moments when I was researching it. Next month's podcast is going to be on Moonstone, which again has some really interesting bits of folklore, myths and legends attached to it. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please come back again and check it out. Shameless plug time now. There's more information about the Crystal and Portal podcast on the website, which is www.crystalandportal.com, where if you'd like to support the podcast, you can also buy me a coffee. I love coffee almost as much as I love crystals, so I'd really appreciate it if you did. If you are interested in crystals, then you also find some crystal tips on the website, as well as information on my Udemy crystal divination course. Thank you for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Ta-ra for now, and I hope that you tune in next month for the Moonstone episode.